Gentlemen and mother fucking Springer. It has been just too long since I have been able to say that. And let me tell you, oh. it feels great to say it again. Oh, dude, let me tell you. Just hearing you say that right now, I yeah, I went from <laughs> from midnight to six o'clock let me tell you well how about that buddy how are we doing dude it has been quite the off season for me let me tell you i'm all i'm gonna say is i am just so stoked that it's over and we're back to some fucking nhl hockey dude you i am both, so buddy. stoked oh i'm I so am stoked pumped this off season but like honestly, the longest off season I think I've ever had to sit through. Um, Dude, it was it was just too much. I, I, I was <laughs> really ready was. for hockey to hit right away as soon as uh, as soon as the Avs hoisted the cup. I was like, okay, cool. When's the next game? <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, it's it's oh yeah. It feels like forever ago, but it also feels like a week ago for me. I don't know. It's it's weird, but. Time, I mean, time's that's been why. doing that funny thing where, you know, it goes by super quickly, but feels yeah. like it's been no time at all. Dude, I know. I'm, maybe like Mercury's in retrograde or whatever. I don't know. Some, <laughs> some shit. The, but, the Jupiter moons are aligned with, with the rings of Saturn and their brain wave telling me, I don't know, man, I'm over it. Dude, the microwaves and the... <laughs> The, the x-rays and the, the x-rays are they're <laughs> clashing in a weird way let me tell you but dude how was your off season oh my goodness you know it's been it's been all right i mean i can't complain i'm still here right we're yeah we're, dude we're, we're still uh still alive and well and we're yeah man we're, we're here ready to kick it on the pod so absolutely any uh i'm sure getting a lot of wedding stuff done well, of course, of course, you know, gotta gotta plan that, that guy. Uh, we're yeah, we're right. pretty much done, actually. I mean, in all seriousness, no we've got about everything kind of all set in stone. Uh, last thing is is getting my the the tuxes all taken care of, and oh, then yeah. oh yeah, after that, I mean, I think we're pretty much home free. And I've got I've even got a meeting for that tomorrow, so <laughs> we're uh, that. we're we're getting on it, you know, trying to dude. trying to get everything done. Well, dude, the problem is we have. From now until January, we don't have a single free weekend from here yeah. on out. For the rest of October, Yikes. all of November, and all of December, we are booked every weekend with something going on. So it's it's honestly, Yikes. you know, as nice as it is to have everything done, it was kind of a necessity because we just <laughs> we're running and gunning for the next three months with with not really much in, in between time. So yeah, it's good to have it all done. Good to good to have that. Well, hey. I mean, while we're on the topic of the wedding stuff, I mean, bachelor party coming up too, and we're going to a game. Oh, you bet we are heading to uh, heading to Fort Lauderdale. Gonna watch the yeah, uh, those those Florida Panthers down there take on 
it's so weird, dude. It's crazy. Like the weekend just happened to work out and that the wild are going to be down in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, crazy. <laughs> it's not like I crazy. planned it around that weekend, but <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no. dude. I mean, that's, that's, that's going to be so exciting. Oh, dude. Dude, who knows? Maybe we'll have a big enough following by then. We can do a meet and greet. Oh, <laughs> who knows? We'll see. I mean, <laughs> probably we'll not meeting and greeting people there. <laughs> Never say I'll, never. I'll be, I'll be meeting Bieber. and greeting a lot of brewskis. That is for sure. Oh, that 100%. I will be. The only meeting up we'll be doing is with the boys. This is for and sure, man. only greeting we'll be doing is our lips to multiple <laughs> cans of Florida special beer. Yeah, whatever, whatever they serve is. down there in, in Sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, your guess is as good as mine. I, I think the water down there is alcoholic, so <laughs> I think we'll be golden, baby. I think we'll be golden. But, dude, I'm, yeah, my off season was weird as hell. Yeah, I had my car stolen. Oh yeah, that's so right, that dude. Was, get get yeah. into that a little bit. You you and I, it's it's tough <laughs> because I can't remember like you and I have have done a pretty good job of keeping in touch with each other. You know, a couple oh, couple yeah. times a week um, through the off season, and so it's it, I'm I'm having a hard time remembering everything that's gone on. But that's a doozy of a story. I think we should dude, start off with that one. That was unreal, incredible. unreal. So. Yeah, I went to Seattle, uh, drove to Seattle from Spokane, where I live. It's like a four-hour drive. Spent the whole weekend there. Ended up meeting up with one of my really good buddies from back home. So got to see him for a while. Got to meet my girlfriend's flight attendant friends. Yeah, it was a good time. And started heading back late Monday afternoon. And got home at about like 1.30 in the morning. And go to sleep because I got to work at like, 9 30 the next morning or something and come back out to my car and uh it's gone disappeared overnight disappeared just a couple shards of glass and it's like oh okay what's going on here so you know i'm freaking out you know call the police call insurance all that fun stuff and you know talk them through everything a couple days later i'm on the phone with insurance again and they're like so there's actually a claim filed against you the day after your car got stolen and it's like what how and um sounds like basically whoever stole my car got in an accident in my car claimed that i was in the vehicle with them during the accident and uh nobody decided to you know i don't know back do check a little that research. maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know so kind of insane, but um, yeah. And to this day, my car is still gone and it even has a crack and license plate cover on it. So I've been looking around trying to find it and oh my uh, no dice. So oh my at this point, it's considered a uh, total loss vehicle, which honestly, I really don't care. because so, you know, it was just a car. The only part that I'm like really, really, really upset about is the fact that um, a T-shirt that was that I took with me in my overnight bag was from the first ever preseason cracking game that I got to go to when it was it was here in Spokane. So it was first cracking game ever. And I caught a t-shirt from uh Mark Giordano, which oh was my unreal. Gosh. And now and, this uh, now this fucking jerk off is running around God knows where with all of your stuff and your your Giordano t-shirt that got messed up to you. Yeah. I'm Who's this guy like, think he is Satan, apparently. <laughs> guy's an asshole but <laughs> yeah so like everything else like i you know it is what it is i you know sucks but it's whatever and uh um 
yeah, just that T-shirt is the only thing I really cared about. So, well, power um, power to you for having a having a great attitude about it because that's a that's a shit situation, and you know, crazier things have happened, man. Maybe it turns up one day. Maybe uh, maybe you maybe at the very least, if you run into the guy, you can be like, "Can I just get my T-shirt back?" <laughs> no, what's crazy though is apparently it was a girl. A girl just punched my glass and stole my car. So, hey, more power to her. You know, I I guess. 2022 you know you're right it's, you're right good on her i guess that was well dude i Moving mean that, that sucks and you know that's it's a tough situation but sounds like you're handling it well and uh yeah like i said maybe maybe it'll turn up maybe that'd be great but uh yeah. you know in the, in the in the meantime maybe we can get your mind off of the stolen car and talk a little bit about the greatest sport to ever walk the face of planet earth that's Horse right skate. you guessed it bocce ball so I really wanted to talk. Oh God! <laughs> no. Have you been playing a little bocce ball or no? <laughs> What's that? Have you ever played a little bocce ball or no? I, you know, dude, I used to play all the time with my dad. Uh, really? When I still lived with my parents, we had this super nice bocce ball set. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't played in years. It didn't I, become your passion. <clears throat> no, you know. <laughs> I decided that uh, roller hockey was actually going to be my passion instead. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay, that's enough. I'm done. I that's need enough. To off We're joke. done. Um, but yes, dude, we are here to talk about <laughs> hockey. Some hockey. Some hockey. And more importantly, the the regular season, which has in fact officially started, has officially kicked off. Crazy. It was, it was quite weird to have the regular season going on and also be watching preseason games. You know, I didn't love that. I get it, stadium or uh, global series, and they were out in Prague and whatnot. But I just, I didn't love the. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't love that. I didn't love having preseason going on that I didn't care to watch as much going yeah. on with regular season that I did care to watch. It was like just kind of this mismatch for me. I don't know. What, what were your right. thoughts on that? I know. I like. I thought it was really cool because um, I obviously know they've done things like that in the past before. Um, I think that's really cool, and you know. I think that's one of the, in my opinion, one of the very few things that the NHL does well to grow the game is doing some regular season games or even preseason games in Europe and other countries. Agreed. And I think that, I don't know, I, I think that this game could have been advertised better. Oh, it wasn't, a, it wasn't know? advertised at all. No. That, that, was, I, that was the most frustrating. And and I think I think a big part of that is also not having the preseason going on at the same time because yeah, every other NHL team, except for the Preds and the Sharks were advertising their, you know, their camp and their cuts that they were making and their waiver wire moves and their, their preseason games that were still happening. Like that was the focus of those. And so it was like, you know what, I don't know how, how do you kind of combat that? And I think the answer is you just don't have the regular season starting overseas if right. you're also going to have the preseason continuing in the States. I think, right. I think one of the other needs to happen. You either have, have the overseas game go on during the preseason and have it be a preseason game, or you have that be the regular season opener, which I think is a kick-ass move. I'm all for it. I love the Absolutely. overseas game. I think it was cool. The crowd was super into it. Like, oh, huh. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. But yeah. I just think you need to also then have that be the main focus Right. And not have all the other preseason stuff going on, you know, have, yeah. have the and, regular season start and maybe just that game go on that day. And then the next day, 
everybody else can start their regular season. You know, like yeah. there needs like, I totally agree. There needed to be much more marketing with that. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, yeah, that, that O2 arena, gorgeous, great place. It seemed like everybody was very much into it. And I loved how behind one of the, uh, uh, one of the goal, uh, one of the goals, there was, uh, you know, all the yellow sweaters, all the guys wearing the the pred stuff, yes, but pretty much dude. everybody else was just like all over the place. But yeah, I thought that was really sick, but I think it was one of those things where it, it was kind of tough because I think that in theory, it's a really good idea. And obviously you see other leagues do something like that, you know, like the NFL, obviously going to Europe and all that. Right. But, right. Yeah. London. Um, the tough part about the NHL is that there's games being played pretty much every other day. So exactly. one team's plan not today, you know, they're playing today, they're playing two days from now, you know, so it's kind of tough in that regard to send a team all the way over to Europe and then send them back in two days to continue playing the regular season. So I think it was kind of kind of crappy that they played a regular season game and then that was the only regular season game until what, Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah, um, Tuesday. Tuesday the rest of the game starts. So, yeah, so pretty much like a five-day gap in between regular season games but i think and, and not only that but like also like the wild played last night like <laughs> yeah. you had you had teams that were still playing preseason games even though the the regular season quote-unquote started on friday so it's like yeah that was just confusing to navigate too and i, I right. think they you know they just didn't do a good job of, of... Uh, yeah and i i think you know basically just sum it up or wrap it up i guess in my I, I opinion i would say professional that opinion your professional my professional opinion, opinion as a, a, a you know big j journalist um, yes. basically i think that they were doing that to you know for travel time essentially i'm sure well and i get that and and you know i'm yeah. not i'm not being insensitive to that but i just think like they could have made both work absolutely they, they, they could have given two days off to the sharks and the preds and still had other teams playing during those times Oh, absolutely. And had it been regular season, not preseason, mm-hmm. I, I just I I, di- I didn't like at all how they how they went about it. Love the game. Yeah. I love I love the global series idea, and I yeah. I do think we get a couple other games that are in Europe this year. I don't. I think you're right. I, I think like middle of the season we get a couple, I, and we'll oh, have to weird. look into that. We'll have to look yeah. into that. But again, if they're do- if they're going to do it in the middle of the season, it's like how how do you navigate the travel with that? Right, exactly. So, That's the part that doesn't make any sense. Just did it now with yeah. the preseason going on. So how are you going to navigate the travel in the middle of the season when all the other teams are playing too? I think it's doable. Yeah, exactly. I think it's very doable. Absolutely. They just, they just didn't want to do it on this past weekend. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's a lot of but, uh, a lot of logistics and stuff. I don't know. I I don't get paid to do the logistics. Neither of us. We do. get paid to talk hockey. That's right. We don't Except actually. We don't get paid anything. We don't so get paid. There's that. But we just do it. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Kind of. Kind of to wrap that whole up. It, it's. I love the global series. I love the idea. It's a great way to expand the game, reach more markets. But I think at the end of the day, it it needed to be higher advertised, and it needed to be better synced up with the regular season of other teams as well. Yeah. Well, and it sucks too. Just. The, again, the logistics, like, you know, the the only time they could play that game was 11 a.m. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And you that know. makes it kind of tough, too, because it's like, why would you put so much advertising money into a game 
that there's not going to be very many people who are going to be able to watch because it's 11 o'clock on a Thursday or whatever. Well, and then here's the other thing. It was because they played Friday and Saturday. So it's like Friday, it was it was 1 o'clock my time, 11 o'clock your time. Everybody's in the middle of work. Mm-hmm. You know? like Exactly. Nobody gets to watch that game. And then Saturday, it's another 1 o'clock game, 11 o'clock your time. It's mm-hmm. the middle of college football. Nobody in the U.S. is giving a shit about that. You know, that needs to be a a December, January when college football has pretty much wrapped up. All you have are bowl games going on and they're not all, you know, Saturday long. Dude, you and I just need to run the marketing team for the NHL is is really. Uh, Dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I I don't know if anybody from the NHL is listening. Hey, give us a call. You know, we're only a phone call away. Give me a text, text, man. I'm going to answer. My phone's. (laughs) Drier than nuns. Never mind. But <laughs> Mister Mister Gary Coyote, give me a call, will you? Gary Coyote, I love it. So, global series, pretty solid. Could have done it better. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, absolutely, dude. Let's kind of transition away from that, and uh, you know, as, as we get into the start of the season, let's let's talk some predictions. I think this is a uh, good time for us to kind of lay out what we think is going to happen in each division, what might happen, you know, maybe some long shots if you got them. And uh, we'll just, uh, we'll just kind of, kind of wing it from there. What do you say? Oh, absolutely, buddy. I love it. I love it. Well, let's, let's um, do it. Let's start. Let's start with the Metro. We'll just work. We'll work East to West. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll start in the Metro. Okay. So I, I mean, I don't know kind of how you want to go about it. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to give you my top three. You give me your top three, and we'll just kind of talk about it all. Yeah, so here's what I'm thinking. We'll, yeah. yeah, we'll do top three, top three, and I'll give you the point projections for all of the teams, and we can go from there in each division talking about what we think point-wise. If we think that's pretty accurate, we think it's you know way too low, way too high for the for the betting the betting folk out there, you know? Yeah, you know, not gambling advice, but just for those those folks that would like, uh, you know, a little nudge one way or the other. Yeah, 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 a couple picks. You know. Maybe a couple picks, you know. A couple, couple picks here or there. I might I might have, you know, one or two uh, one or two picks, you know, maybe already in my bet slip. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Okay, so let's start in the Metro. Uh, just to kind of give everybody – the, the layout of the Metro, this is going to be the Carolina Hurricanes, the Columbus Blue Jackets, the New Jersey Devils, the New York Islanders, the New York Rangers, the Philadelphia Trash Cans, uh, sorry, Flyers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Washington Capitals. Um, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now who my last place team for this division is. <laughs> that would be the Flyers. They made yeah. some atrocious moves. They, they just, I, I, I don't quite know what they're doing over there. And if they care to be competitive in the next five years, I, I, I truly question that. I truly do. We'll, uh, we'll have to see how it goes, but I do not have a whole lot of hope for flyers. Um, the flyers this season and our, our good buddy, Noah Janoski, um, that has been on with us before. He is a big Flyers fan, and he also does not have good hopes for the Flyers. So I would like to just say this is not a biased opinion here. I, I don't love the Flyers by any means, but uh, like you know, I don't I don't hate them. They're not my least favorite team. 
they are just not going to be good this year. And you know, that I think what, what's their, uh, what's their point total for, for the season. So their projected point total for the season is 73 and a half points under they're, oh, they're, absolutely. they're not, they're not hitting 60 points this season. Wow. No. Holy cow. That's okay. <laughs> and just to, I guess, kind of get into like the points. Oh yeah. Yeah. Know, we should, the points we should explain for that new first. people. Yeah. Season, you know, second season of tapes to tape podcast figured we'd probably fill you in on what the point, the points mean. So, um, it's kind of unique, I think, to the NHL to the, you know, to an extent in terms of, you know, power five American sports. I think um, so. so, or, you know, four major sports, whatever. Um, so in the NHL, when a team wins regular season game, it's two points. When a team loses, obviously zero points. So, and then, yeah. And one point is a team that loses in overtime. So if you make it to overtime and or you shoot lose in that overtime, includes overtime or shootout. Or shootout. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you lose in overtime or shootout, you get one point still. So hopefully that kind of sums it up for you. Um, so if Dom's thinking maybe 60 points, that means, you know, maybe uh, 30. 30 wins. regular season wins. Yeah. 30 regular season is, wins in a, in an 82 game season. I, I mean, is, that's not that far fetched in all honesty than with <laughs> no, I 30, 30, no. And 30, 30 and 50 is, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to go 500. No. And their, their I mean, point totals at what? 76. He said, uh, uh, 73 and a half. 73. Okay. Okay. So that's a little better, but I mean, that's still, that puts them within four games of 500. I don't think the yeah. Flyers are going to be within four games to 500. I just don't. I don't either. I don't either. Um, and that's kind of the tough thing too, about like just the Eastern conference just as a whole is that it's, it's there is a very, very big divide. Oh my god! And we'll get into it a little bit more that there's a pretty big divide in between the teams that are going to be good and the teams that are going to be bad. It's, it's you know, it's, like you look at the West and you have a lot of playoff contention teams from each division. You look at the East and you have like two or three that are phenomenal, and then the other four or five are hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, some of the teams that the East gets to play continually throughout the season that the West doesn't is just mm-hmm. bullshit. Oh, it's insane. <laughs> but that's it's... that's a tale for another time. That's a tale for another time. Absolutely. So, okay, so we'll start with the Flyers at the bottom, in my opinion. Yep. Um, yep. Let's go. Let's go through. Well, what's Pittsburgh's line at? So Pittsburgh is projected a point total of 101 and a half points. I, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to give an over under on that one. I am going to say I love the line. I okay. Pittsburgh always hangs around the hundred point mark almost every season consistently. They they didn't make any crazy huge moves in the off season. They didn't make any you know they didn't lose any big guys in the off season. Yeah, what they both ways. What they they, they're they're consistent this this what, season. So. What they did this season, I think, was or you know in this last off season, I think was good, in the sense that they had a lot of guys who were up for contract, but they re-signed. Most they re-signed of those a lot guys. of those guys. Yes, exactly. Which is and and that's know, huge because you keep the core of that team together. And this has been a team that has been competing in the playoffs for. I mean, I don't know how many years in a row, but it's got to be a good handful because yeah. they're 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 just consistently good. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're always right around totally. there. So I love that 100-point yeah. mark. I, I would stay away from the Penguins over under. Um, if I will uh, tell you, they are not in my top three in the Metro. Wow. See, and I – That's a hot take. That's a hot take, but they yeah. are not. I'll be honest. I I would take the under on this Pittsburgh Penguins 101.5 really? points. I, okay. Yeah. I, you've got a very, very strong core. 10 years ago, this core is aging. This is true. This, this is, is a core that's getting older. Core. Yep. So I think, and you'll, you'll see that with some other teams, especially in this metropolitan division that have kind of an older core. And I, I think that there's guys on this team that aren't going to perform up to expectation. And that's just my opinion. Um, and I love to be proven wrong. So we'll see, but <laughs> I, I, in my opinion, I would say I think the 101 and a half, uh, something I would take the under on. Okay. So. Okay. I like it. I like it. Yep. Um, got... Is Pittsburgh in your top three? They're not. They're not. Okay. Um, what about the Capitals? The Washington Capitals. Another team that has an aging core. This is true. What's their, what's their over under at? Their projected total points for this season are 96 and a half. Ooh, okay. So a little lower than Pittsburgh's. Mm-hmm. Yep, a little bit lower. And I think that I don't know. I that's a tough one. That's I think I'm kind of with you there. Where I could see that. I, I love the line on that one. I yeah. I that's another good one. I think just because it's the Capitals, I got to take the over. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking over on that. They they always they always outperform their their you know kind of stat line yep. that's OVH is like wine. Exactly. I mean, the dude, the dude's going to hit 800 this season. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That I, guy, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think, think, I think they go over that number. Still not in my top three. Wow. Still okay. haven't hit my top three yet. Uh, are they in your top three there Springer in, in the Metro? Oh, we'll see. I, there's a couple here. I'm like, Hmm. I'm curious, but I know, I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I might have the caps in my top three. I'll okay. be honest. Okay. But, hey, I, I, you know, they're 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 a teetering line for me. Yeah. Um, yep, I, I could see that. They're they're right there. It's just a matter of some of these other teams that that they might need to beat out. So let's um. Okay. Let's jump into the New York side of things. We got the Rangers and the Islanders both in the Metro. Let's start with. The Islanders. Okay. What's so projected total? total points for the New York Islanders this year are 91 and a half. So much better than how they ended the season last year. Interesting. But interesting. I think that's pretty high. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I could see it but I don't know if I love it. I could very well see them going, taking the under on here. So, okay. But I'm going right to, I'm going to disagree with you. I think they go okay. over 91. I think, I think, wow. I think they've got a lot more potential talent than they're getting credit for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they get one or two of those guys to step up, it's, it's going to be a different season than we saw last year with the Islanders. So yeah. I'm curious to see how it goes. Uh, they are not in my top three. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I, I, I hope. But I think year. they have the chance to be really good this year. I think they have yeah. the chance to surprise a lot of people and be pretty solid this year. They're not in your top three. They are not. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, this is getting weird. So, okay. So we've gone through four teams of the eight in the Metro. And so far we don't have any in the top three. <laughs> okay. Let's jump over to the Rangers side of things. Okay. Where is their point total projection at? So their point total projection for this upcoming season is 99 and a half points. Over. Over. Wow. And the Rangers are in my top three for the Metro. I was going to say, I've got them at number two. Um, I, I think Shesterkin plays lights out again. I, I see no issue with that. And I love the offense that the Rangers are bringing back. I think mm-hmm. defensively they could be a little more sound, but like, I love their offense. Oh yeah. So I, I think they're going to be a nasty team this year. I think they put up a hundred, 104, 106 points and yeah. easy make it into the playoffs. So I think I've got they have a couple of guys. Yeah. I think they have a couple of guys who, if they can produce, like they were projected to, or yes. you know, like they should be. Yeah. Um. I, I think that this team could easily win the division, but I, I think it'll be it'll definitely be a hard fought battle for them to get to the top. But yes, I'm a hundred percent with you. This team is absolutely in the top three for the division. No question. No question there. Um. Okay. Sweet. So we've got the New Yorkers out of there. What do you got with the New Jersey Devils? So New Jersey Devils are projected at 89 and a half points. Over. Wow. Okay. And I'll tell you why. They're finishing third in the Metro, baby. What? Hot take of the day. You heard it here first. The Devils are finishing top three in the Metro. Wow. That's my hot take. I think think people don't realize just how great their young guns are. And yeah. th- we started to see them click towards the end of the season last year. Okay. If they can get that going at the beginning of the season this year, the Metro is going to have a problem. And it's named the New Jersey Devils. I'm curious to see how the first week or two goes, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm a little higher on the Devils than I should be, but I, I'm, I, that's my crazy kind of hot take. I, I like the Devils <laughs> to be really solid this season. Okay. Hey. I respect it. I absolutely respect it. So what do you think over okay. under on that, on that point total? I, I honestly kind of convinced me. I mean, I, I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a fan of Jack Hughes. I think, Dude, I think Hughes this kid's filthy. I think this kid is going to get better as he matures. So I, I think I would probably take the over, but it wouldn't be a lot by okay. a lot. Yeah. I would say they're probably at best i'd say they're probably around the 95 point mark okay okay so well that gets us down to our final two teams here uh devil's not in your top three right i'm assuming no i'm assuming we're no, we're not. down to the the final two teams that are in your top three <laughs> no in the metro no, no? In the metro no i there's one team on here i don't think it's gonna make the playoffs the other team i do so wait, so what's your top three then? Did we already name two of them? Yeah. Rangers and I, I think I'm going to go with the Capitals on this one. Oh, oh, the Caps. Okay, sorry. I I, yep. I missed that. That's my bad. Okay, so yep. we got two more teams in the Metro. We do. 
We got the Columbus Blue Jackets, Mr. Johnny Hockey's hometown now. Closer to home. <laughs> Which geographically is correct, but uh, it is. It is. What's your uh what's what's the point total for the Blue Jackets there? So point total for them is 80 and a half points. I love that line. Damn it. <laughs> Which I, I really love that line. Um, which I'm, according, I would stay away from betting that one. Yeah, which according to the NHL NHL.com point predictions puts them at second to last Metropolitan. Okay, interesting. Yeah, um, yeah you know, I I think they're going to be decent. I don't think they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're going to need a year or two to kind of find their stride before they, they really get into uh, looking like a playoff team. Yeah. I, I think that I, they're kind of just in limbo in my opinion. I mean, yeah, yes, adding Johnny yeah. hockey is going to get them maybe a couple more points this season, but let's, we'll have to see. I mean, this is for Johnny hockey and the NHL. This is a whole new organization. Johnny hockey has never left a team and gone to play for another team. He's spent his entire career so far in Calgary. So this is yep. going to be a whole different team. He's going to have to learn these guys. And I think it's going to take him a little bit of time to kind of get adjusted to the play style of the Columbus blue jackets. But I think when he does, you'll finally kind of start to see him produce maybe towards half po- halfway point, maybe yep. later in the season. Yep. But I, I don't think he's really going to add a whole lot to make or break this team, let alone make them a playoff team. Not, not right off the bat. Yeah. Two years from now, yes, Johnny Hockey's big contract extension will likely be paying off then. I don't think it pays off immediately out of the gate. So I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, I'm with you there. And then last but not least, uh, this is my number one team I've got coming out of the Metro. I feel like a lot of people have this team as number one coming out of the Metro. Yep. The Carolina Hurricanes. They are a powerhouse the last two, three years. I don't see that stopping. Um, there's no reason for them to be slowing down. They made a couple moves in the offseason, but none that I see being detrimental one way or the other. I, I think yep. they're they're going to be another decent club and finish atop the Metro. What, what do you got their points at over there, Springer? It's 103 and a half points. Yep. Anything in the hundreds, I'm not a fan of. Uh, it's just tough to gauge that. You're, you're talking about a team going 50-something and – I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't love it. I don't love it. And that's tough. That's tough for teams to do with a lot of fatigue. We'll see though. I, yeah. I think if I had to pick one, I'm taking the over. I'm, I'm not, yeah. not betting the under when it comes to the hurricanes, whether it's game total or team total points. I don't, I don't care. I'm not betting the under with the hurricanes anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 If we learned anything, don't bet the under on the hurricanes. The, the boys produce like crazy over they there. Do. So yes, what do you do. think? What, I mean, what are your thoughts over there? Yeah, top of the division easily. Um, I, I think that really kind of their big move this year or their big ad is Brent Burns, which isn't a, necessarily a big move in the grand scheme of things. I think he's he's going to help, and I don't think he's going to hurt the team. You know, no. I, I think it was well, I think it was a good move. You're, you're you're bringing a veteran in. He's got he's got some decent playoff experience, which you know, Carolina now has their own decent playoff experience. So that's not adding a whole lot or subtracting a whole lot, but he is a very solid defender in the sense that you, you look at the guy, you know what you're going to get. 
He's a sturdy boy that's going to clear the front of the net, and he's he's going to be your enforcer when he needs to. He'll he'll take people down if it has to happen, and he's just going to play good, solid hockey. And you can expect that every game from him. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so now that we're done with our predictions for the Metropolitan, where do you have the top? Where do you have the whole division at? What do you mean? In what sense? What's your what's your rankings? Oh, like for the whole division? Or no, for the Metropolitan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Hurricanes in first. Rangers finish second. Devils finish third. Hot take there. Yeah. Uh dude, this is tough. I think I think the Caps finish fourth. Okay. The Penguins finish fifth. The Islanders finish sixth. Columbus finish seventh. And the Flyers finish eighth. That's fair. I like it. I like it. Yeah. How about yourself? Um, what do you got? I got Carolina, Rangers, Caps, Pittsburgh, Islanders. Nope. Devils, Islanders, Blue Jackets, Flyers. Okay. That's where I'm at. Okay. Interesting. That's where I'm at. I'm I'm so. curious to see, I'm curious to see how the Metro shakes out because there's a lot of teams there are a lot of teams in that list that could I, I could see them overperforming, and there's a lot of teams on that list I could see them underperforming. I could see the Devils overperforming. I could see the Islanders overperforming. I could see the Penguins underperforming. I could see the Capitals underperforming. So it's just going to be a matter of which teams step up and do their job and get things done how they're supposed to, and which teams don't. So yeah, that'll be absolutely. a fun. That'll be a fun division to uh, to watch shake up. But let's jump yeah. into the Atlantic and get going with them. Um, for those of you not familiar with the divisions, the Atlantic is also in the Eastern Division. And the eight teams in the Atlantic include Boston, Buffalo, Detroit, Florida, Montreal, Ottawa, Tampa Bay, and Toronto. Springer, let's start with those Boston Bruins. What do you got for me, buddy? So the point projection totals for the Boston Bruins in the Atlantic Division this year, according to NHL.com, are 96.5 points. Over. I think, I think, I think the Bruins... Score 100 points this season. Whew. That's saying a lot with uh, this Atlantic division is going to be tough this year. Oh, it's not going to be easy. Wow. Yeah. But Boston just breeds success in the past how many years? I mean, they are constantly up there on the leaderboard. So I've got a real hard time seeing them not score 100, 100 points in the season. Okay. The pesky Bruins. Those, we'll have to see damn Bruins. What do you think? Over under on that? Again, I like this line. Yeah, the line's solid. The line's solid. I, I'd say, I think you're right. I think I would take the over, but I don't see them being a hundred point team this year. I think I'm taking hundred point. hundred points was a little lofty. As as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, that's a bit lofty. But, but um, I, I, mean, the I, line, I, do think, I do think they go over the point line. Yeah, sure. I, I could see that. Yeah, I think they're honestly they're, you know, we're talking about a four point differential between, you know, 96 and 100. So but I, I think right there, they're kind of at that just barely above 96, but I don't think they're quite right at 100. So I don't know. We'll have to see. But we'll have to see. We will have to see. Uh, That'll be a fun one. Um, yeah. Uh, Buffalo Sabres, what's their line at? They are projected at 77 and a half points. Give me the under. 
I think, unfortunately for Buffalo, they are just in such a horrendous division in the sense that all of these teams have some potential to be really, really good, and Buffalo doesn't. I just don't see it with them, unfortunately. Um, Maybe in a couple years, I just don't think the Sabres quite have the talent to compete with a lot of these other teams. Yeah. Yep, I'm with you there. I think... I think that they've made a lot of progress for sure. For sure. I'm, and I'm not discrediting year. that. I'm not discrediting that at all, but I just, I, I have a hard time seeing them hang around the rest of the, the rest of the team. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a tough, tough division, especially with one of these teams that we're going to talk about here soon, making a lot of really good off season moves. Oh, what? <laughs> I, I, I think, yeah, I think again, just made this division a lot tougher. So we'll have to see, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the over, but it's not going to be enough to move them like a slot in the division. If that gotcha. Okay. I like that. Yeah, no, no, no. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so. How about them red wings, buddy? They are at 84 and a half points over so over, over right and, I, above, and i've never i've never heard of an easier over in my life really yeah uh dude wow. I, I i know i know wow. that you were t- i know that you were talking about the senators and that was your team that made a lot of moves in the offseason people are sleeping on how many moves the red wings mm-hmm. made on top of their young guns that are already really really good dude they added Perron. they added cop they added Sherrod. Those are some crazy big names to add to a yeah. team that was already starting to find their stride when we hit about three quarters through the season last last season. They hit they they started finding their stride a little bit late, and then on top of right. that, they have such a great young gun core that those additions are they're just all going to benefit each other so well. I think Detroit has a chance to shake up this division a lot more than people are giving them credit for. I'm not going to say the Red Wings are back yet. That would be very premature of me, but I am going to say the Red Wings have a mm-hmm. have a chance here to make some waves in the Eastern uh, the Eastern Conference and the, of course, Atlantic Division. Oh, what are your thoughts? You think over under? I'll be with you on it, I, just because. I would say, I would say I I could see the over on it, but this is just such a tough, tough division that it's going to be so hard for them to win against these teams. Because, I, I mean, this is – it's yeah, this is crazy. It's just yeah. the, the projected points here, and we'll get into it obviously, but one of these teams, it's going to be really hard for this team to compete let alone try and fight for a playoff spot, which I don't think they're capable of. What do you think? I don't know if they make the playoffs. I think they compete though. You know, yeah. I, I yeah. think, I think they, they have a good run for their money and, and they, they have some opportunities. I think they come close. I don't think they make it this year, next year, different story. We'll chat then. Um, I don't know. I, I think they're, yeah. again, I think they're on the up and up. I think they're on the up and coming, but it's kind of a, a coin toss with them. Um. Yeah, the, the Florida Panthers. What do we What do we got their line at? Got their line at one hundred and five and a half points. 
105 and a half. Okay. Um, that's a line that I truly love. I can't give an over under on that. I'll say this. They're, yeah. I'll say this. They're one of the three teams in this division that are over, projected over 100 points. One of the three? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just, I just, yep. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't love that line enough to make a comment one way or the other. I think, I, I, I don't know, dude. I think they're going to be pissed off after getting swept by the lightning and they might come out fiery. If I had to pick one, I'm going yep. over. I don't love it, but if, if I had to pick one, I'm going over. Mm-hmm. Well, adding Matthew Kachuk to the, uh, the organization, um, I think, a, a pretty good move. I'm I'm excited to see what he brings to this Florida Panthers team that is really good, obviously. But I, I'm 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 curious to see because it's going to add a different dynamic for sure. So we'll have to wait and see. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Um, all right. So <laughs> what do we got now? Montreal? Montreal. They are projected at 72 and a half points. Uh, under. Under. I, 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 don't yeah. think they, I don't think they make it to 500. I don't think they make it close to 500 again this season. I, I mean, the, the, the collapse that has happened in that organization has just been uh, an atrocity. And I don't see it turning around after one season. I, 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 it's not going to happen. Yeah. And they didn't make enough moves this offseason to. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't see them having a great year again. I. Just the fact of the matter. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, I, I think bringing Marty St. Louis on to as the head coach for the Montreal Canadiens, Marty St. Louis, former uh, NHL All Star. Um, I think that while this is like his his first like coaching experience at a, at a professional level, I think that he'll bring a different dynamic, and I think that he'll be able to inspire a lot of the young guys on this Montreal Canadian team. But yeah, I'm right there with you. I I I, I would probably take the under on this as well. I think it's a very low projected point total. But, but again, talking about this Atlantic division, I think there is not a single I, I very well could see this Montreal Canadiens team not winning a single game against anybody in the Atlantic division. Yeah, I mean, dude. In all honesty, that that could be the case. <laughs> they, they they could just get blown out of the water by every single team here, which brings me to the next team that uh, I think is a great one to talk about: the Ottawa Senators. I mean, these boys, boy, did they make some moves yeah. in the off season. That is just been insane. Yes, um, so many, so many moves. So. What is their uh, what's their projected point total at? So they're projected at 106 and a half points. Or, 106? Me, sorry, not 106. 86 and a half points. 86 and a half? Give me the over. Yep. Give me give me the over. I I think the, I think I dude, I think the Sens have a great turnaround yeah. year. I think they made a lot of great offseason moves. I think that they're they're in the mid to high 90s for points mm-hmm. as far as the season total goes. Yeah. I'm right there with it. I, I I think what's crazy is there's there's a big divide 
uh, by about 10 points in between the top four and the bottom four. And they still have Ottawa right there at the top of the bottom four. So I think it's tough. I, I would say that they're going to, I would take the over on this as well. I think they could be fighting for a, a fourth place spot in the Atlantic division. Okay. So, okay. I could see that. I could see that. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, down to the final two in the Atlantic. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning. What is their point total looking like right now? Tampa Bay Lightning are projected at 103.5 points. 103.5. Um, okay. I think over. I, I, I can't – you can't bet against a team that's been to the Stanley Cup Finals three years in a row. I mean <laughs> – they're they're clearly doing something right down there. They they've got things figured out. I they, to my knowledge and remembering, they didn't lose a whole lot of anybody in the off season. So, I I see no reason to not take the over on that. I think they put up 110, 115 points. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I I could very well see them hit that 103 and a half points Honestly, i could also see them not hitting 100 points i don't know it's it's um i think yeah, are, I, I, yeah no i think the big question there is going to be yeah, have have people been we'll able to, to see i mean figure out the lightning you know like have has has three seasons in a row been enough for people to finally understand Hey, uh, you know this is how they're going to play. This is going to be their approach. This is going to be their attack, their game plan. Can we can we counter that? And what works to counter it? Um, it's taken teams three years, and even then, they still didn't really <laughs> get much figured out. So I'm uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how that kind of impacts everything. I agree right. with you. I could I could see them not breaking a hundred, but I I think just for sake right. of riding the wave, you gotta you gotta keep. I, I personally am going to hit the over because I, I have a hard time thinking that three trips to the Stanley Cup finals and then all of a sudden they're going to tank, you know? Yeah. It, it's hard to be hard to bet against Tampa Bay Lightning, especially in the regular seasons. So I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll side with you for this one. I, I could see 103 and a half hit me over. So I love it. All right. Well, let's, let's speed run this, uh, this Maple Leaves one here. What's their line at? So they are projected at 108 and a half points. Under. Give me the under. I think Toronto makes the playoffs. I don't I don't I don't I don't think they get 108 points. Wow. Nah. No way. How about yourself? No, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. It's yeah. I the NHL NHL.com has them leading the Atlantic division. I think they come in third. They finish the league, finish the season at third place in the Atlantic. I I think this is just whoever wrote this is absolutely nuts. Um they're ass blasting maybe right leads to I don't know. It's I yep, I see them yeah. I, I see them finishing third. I think Florida and Tampa very well, you know, are competing for the top spot in this division up until Game 82, I see Toronto kind of just sliding right in there. Close close to them, but um, not 
at the top of the division. I, I could see them being at 100 points for sure, but 108 points is very lofty. Yeah, I, I think that's just too high. Um, let's let's jump into our predictions here for the Atlantic. I'll, I'll give you mine first, and I'll yeah. let you go. Um, uh, give me the Florida Panthers at the top. I think they come out number one. Um, Tampa number two. Oh, Toronto three. Boston four. Detroit. F- no, Ottawa five. Detroit six. Uh, Buffalo seven and Montreal eight. Uh, pretty much right there with you. I'm gonna say yeah, Florida one, Tampa two, Toronto three. I'm gonna take Ottawa for the Boston at five, Detroit six, Buffalo seven, Montreal eight. Okay, I like it, man. I like it. Well, guys, that about wraps it up for this episode of Tape to Tape. I apologize for the uh, terrible audio there at the end. I decided to. Uh, go into my life-size Lincoln Log cabin house and uh, try and record an episode. So that's why it sounds so bad is because, uh, well, quite frankly, my uh, Wi-Fi decided to uh, poop out on me. So uh, thanks for listening and uh, appreciate y'all dealing with the terrible audio that at the end there. Um, so if you get mad and uh, want to write in to us, that's fine. We, we like when you're mad at us because, uh, means you're passionate. We appreciate passion here at uh, Tape to Tape. So anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Really do greatly appreciate it. Feel free to uh, like us on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you like to listen to us. And uh, rate us five stars if you want. Uh, If not, that's also totally fine as well because, again, we love the hate here. So uh, thanks again for listening, guys. And uh, as always, one love. (laughs) 